With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I missed you guys last week. I am so sorry that we failed last week. Okay, I failed you. I'm so sorry that there was no episode. You know, I don't want to sit here and make excuses, but your girl was struggling last week. Okay, we're like going through it kind of right now and we'll get into that later, but not later as in right now, later, later as in like another episode later, because this episode is a fun and light hearted chill episode, which I think we can all use, right? Um, so yeah, I'm so sorry about last week. I was going to do a solo and then I just wasn't my best self. So I decided to skip and we are now back and I have the beautiful Kara and Jade today and they have a podcast called Blame the Stars where they talk all about astrology and I found their podcast a little bit ago and I was like instantly obsessed and you guys know I love astrology. I don't know too much about it. I'm still learning but it like fascinates me and I just think there's so much more to it than what a lot of us know and so we get into everything in this episode. We break down all the signs. We break down the myths. We talk about compatibility. We talk about Scorpio season which we're about to are we in it already? We might be in it already. I don't know. I think it started like a day or, a day or two ago. Um, and yeah, we just get into so much. And I loved this conversation. I loved this episode. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Super chill, like I said. So without further ado, let's get into it. And I hope you guys enjoy. Oh, and also, um, I would highly recommend checking out their podcast if you're into astrology like me. It's just so interesting and I love their chats and it's just super fun. And also, if you've never gotten your chart read, definitely, definitely look into it. You guys will probably want to after listening to this episode because truly it's just like life changing. So definitely check them out, hit them up and yeah, let's get into it. Okay, hi! Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys on. The minute I heard I found your podcast and I heard the first episode, I was like, yes, please. <laughs> Do you guys want to introduce yourselves really quick and tell tell us how you know each other and like why you st- decided to start a podcast? Well, my name is Jade and Kara, um, <laughs> if you want to introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Kara. <laughs> um, <laughs> Basically, uh, well, Kara and I, we've known each other for quite a bit of time. I want to say it's been like three-ish years or so. We met in college during, um, well, it was my undergrad. I'm Kara's in school still, but I'm in grad school now. And uh, I was actually casting a dance because we're both dance majors. And I was casting a dance. Oh, so cool. And I really only wanted one freshman. And I picked <laughs> Kara to be my dancer. And then um, the rest is like history from there. Yeah. Love it. Wow. And so when did you guys start the podcast? Well, actually, I'm sorry. No, you go. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, after I was after I was cast in Jade's like little piece, I saw that she put up like, I don't know, a little thing on Snapchat saying that she needed another roommate and I needed a room. So I hit her up and then we actually ended up moving in together. And one of the times when we were just hanging out at home, we were sitting in the kitchen and that's kind of where our podcast idea like came from. Basically, we were sitting there talking about how we wanted to have a podcast and how we really wanted to, you know, make sure astrology was accessible and like relatable. And that's, you know, where the idea was born. And years later, here we are. I love it. Where did this, like, astrology love from both of you come from? Um, For me, when I was younger, I knew a lot about it. I actually have a family member who is an astrologer as, like, her full-time job. And I just didn't know too much about it personally, probably because I had the wrong birth time for a while. So I never really, like, clicked with the whole chart. (laughs) Like, I didn't really get it. And it wasn't actually until Kara had, like, 
pointed out something in my chart about how like I have like a Gemini Venus and like that's why I don't feel like a normal cancer that I was like completely sold on it and I just started diving into doing all my own research on it and you know I mean I knew enough I was familiar with like what a moon sign was and all of that from like my aunt but I didn't quite really process all of it until quite later on I would say yeah i'm like not to get oh too deep but i actually found astrology after like a recent breakup when i was like kind of young and i kind of really lost myself in that relationship and then randomly someone sent me cafe astrology and like you know how to do your birth chart and i looked it up and i don't know that was it i just kept researching and learning so much about myself and it was really helpful especially in kind of figuring out who i am and like what i wanted to do because when i originally found it i had no idea what was going on i didn't know what direction i was going and i didn't know who i was and astrology kind of i don't know not to be cheesy but like it helped me to like find myself yeah it makes total sense wait jade you're a cancer yes or taurus okay jade is cancer okay 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 perfect um, I feel like I've always been into astrology, but, like, I never knew, like, I didn't know what a moon sign was until last year when I had my chart read for the first time with an astrologer, and that, like, blew my mind because there were so many things I had just had no idea about. Like, I always identified, I'm a Capricorn, and I always identified so much with, like, you know, the stereotype, I guess, of a Capricorn and the traits and whatever, but when she, like talk to me so much about everything else I don't know the proper verbiage but like my moon sign and whatever we explored so many things I was just like this is blowing my mind of how much I can identify with it you know and so after that I was like wow there's so much more to this that I don't even know and I just I feel like I get more hooked on it like every day yeah I feel like that's a big thing is like when you first have your chart read and then you realize that there's so much more to you than what you thought like I feel like with astrology like it's really easy to like look at like your sun sign and not relate to it or to only relate to part of it and then to just kind Mm -hmm. of like write off astrology as like hey this is like bullshit but then like you read your full chart and everything makes sense like everything does do you would you guys recommend what, do you think get getting your chart read is something that everyone should do, or do you think people should just at least know their like moon sign, their their rising sign? Like, what are like the must haves that people should know? I well, obviously we were gonna say we should you should have your full chart read, but yeah. I definitely do agree with that because with every single like client that we read for, they're just like. I just know that like all of our clients learn so much about themselves and learn so much about why they are the way that they are and like there's so much that goes into your chart beyond even just like the moon sign like the aspects the way planets like interact with each other says so much about like what your natural push and pulls are what your natural tensions are where you struggle where you excel all of that can be really explained through even just the aspects alone and I feel like people don't ever talk about aspects too because planets do interact with each other and create a dynamic, so. Totally. But my, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, but um, I do feel like if you had to just know any of the basics, I would say sun, moon, rising, Mercury, Venus, Mars. Those are all the personal planets that right. I would suggest knowing. I met with this same astrologer a little bit ago. I wish I would have, like, found you guys before. I would have had you guys read my chart, mm-hmm. but, um, which we can totally do. Cause like, I feel like that shit's always changing, right? Like the planets and everything. I don't even know, but I know it's like, ch- it changes. And she told me that right now and until I think next year of, I don't know when it was, I wrote it down, but I'm basically going through like this plutonic <laughs> something. It's like, the, she's like, basically yes. old self is dying and you're basically like finding, which it, it just makes so much sense with my life. But she basically was like, are you okay? Because <laughs> right now you're like going through some shit and it's like, it's, it's okay. It's normal. And so it was just, it was a lot, you know, but yeah, I think everyone should, should see an astrologer. I think it's 
fascinating and it helps make things make sense sometimes. I also think that, you know, you can learn a lot from reading books or on the internet, but when you actually speak to another person about it, it's very different. They can kind of like connect the dots and relay information and say it in a way that is just different than when you are just kind of reading it and learning it from a very like, you know, formal standpoint. So I do think that if you have the means to get your chart read, that it's definitely something that you should do and like look into because the experience of it can be very like eye-opening and transformative totally so what can we expect from i was listening to your guys's newest podcast newest episode (laughs) and in brief what can we expect from scorpio season coming up oh man um (laughs) a loaded question (laughs) it's the big like overall themes are like sort of make or break moments in relationships. That's a big thing that's going to be occurring. Whether you're single in a committed relationship, there's going to be a lot of make or break moments. Okay. Uh, mental health is going to be very crucial to be just like mindful of and, you know, to be taking good care of your mental health because it might struggle a little bit because Scorpio season can be very intense. And then Mm -hmm. also struggling to keep your motivation has been a big theme with this whole Mars retrograde. So as that continues, it does come to an end within Scorpio season, near the end of Scorpio season. But in those final moments, it's going to be just kind of struggling to keep your motivation going. And then once it comes back, like learning how to get that momentum started again. Got it. Got it. Okay. So now what I want to do is go through the signs and let's so let's break down the signs let's go through like the myths that every sign has and like what they what the traits that they actually have are does that make sense um and just like talk generally about them and you guys can slide in there and tell me like your favorite signs your least favorite signs and why i would love to hear so i'm like cara do you want to start with aries (laughs) sure so i am a taurus but i vibe with aries same so much yeah (laughs) um yes because you're a capricorn and aries is also like a cardinal sign but anyways Aries are known to like be extremely passionate and driven and motivated. They have a lot of like physical energy. They're known to, you know, always want to like be doing something. They're a bit restless and they're also like kind of known to be a little bit impulsive, you know? Like I had an Aries best friend growing up and she was like the queen of like impulse shopping and you can read <laughs> online a lot where people who are Aries or have a lot of like Aries placements, they have trouble kind of discerning what they need and like what they just want. So, I feel like myths, though, about Aries, people always write them off as being these, like, really aggressive, like, angry people. I feel like especially on social media, you always see, like, oh, like, Mm -hmm. Aries, did you mean somebody who wants to start a fight with you at all times of the day? Like, (laughs) uh, but I feel like that's, like, not even true. Like, a lot of Aries are very sensitive, but, like, you would never know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have two of my best girlfriends are both Aries, and... They are literally probably two of my best girlfriends that I've never had an argument with, that I've never had a fight. I'm not a conf- confrontational person to begin with, but, like, it's n- I've never been like, oh, my God, she's, like, I'm scared. You know what I mean? Ever. It's yeah. never crossed my mind. Yeah. I feel like they get a really bad reputation for that, and so does yeah. Scorpio, which I know we just talked about in our Scorpio season <laughs> episode, how... The two, I would say Scorpio gets shit on the most and Gemini gets shit on the most too. Cancer does get shit on quite a bit, but Scorpio gets, you know, deals with all the hate for uh, the same things. But yeah, people always are like, oh, like you should be scared of a Scorpio. Like they're psycho, they're manipulative. Like all of these like really like crazy like lies that I don't even know where they came from. Like I don't know who was hurt by Scorpio and started these rumors. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Because like you just look at it and you're like. Every sign, every sign can be manipulative. Every sign can be vindictive if they want to. You know what I mean? Like they can be, but. I hate that it's, like, every single Scorpio is this way, which it's it's not the case. Some of my favorite people are literally Geminis, Scorpios. I love Aries. I love Cancers. I know it's, like, relative, but just saying. Uh, Yeah, Scorpios, as we, like, just talked about, too, like, they're so much more um, kind than people realize. They have a lot of emotion, and that's why they can be sort of guarded and kind of 
secretive and intense it's just because they care a lot and they just really don't want to get hurt and like the same thing with like cancer too um i am a cancer but i know that some of the biggest myths are that we're crybabies and that we're sensitive and we're manipulative basically the same shit that people say for scorpios but like honestly really the the manipulative i've never heard that about a cancer yeah Yeah. (laughs) wow yeah people always say because like cancer and scorpio both have this like little revenge mindset that can come across Mm. when people really like wrong them and then because of that they're like oh like they're psycho they're manipulative like really they're just like so (laughs) hurt and like don't understand how their actions are impacting people they're just really upset and really hurt like they don't mean to do that it's not like it's vindictive but what what are other myths about signs um gemini people always say the gemini's are cheaters (laughs) definitely not even true for that either gemini's just are like really driven by communication and like talking to other people like they really like just having you know good conversation and getting to know someone and like speaking to other people and similar with libra libra also has that reputation of being a player but it's just because like they enjoy the conversation they enjoy getting to know people and like they don't mean to seem flirty they don't mean to seem like a hoe like they just are genuinely interested and more often than not with like libra they just don't want to say no to someone so they end up getting stuck in a conversation that they don't want to be in because they just don't know how to shut it down i actually um have a really good friend who's a libra and i remember we were out at a bar one night and she just like sent me this look like jade like get me out of here and i remember like i walked up to this man and i literally looked at him and i go i think your time's up she's done here you can you can can go now (laughs) she couldn't she couldn't end the conversation i was like all right i feel like they like to i feel like they like to i feel like libras like to keep the peace would you agree just like not fuck shit up basically Yes, yes. I always say that. I'm a Libra rising too, so like I totally mm. get it. Like I also really want to maintain harmony and balance. Like I yeah. really don't want to like piss people, piss people off or like yeah. rock the boat or like any of that yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Um, okay, wait. We did Aries, Scorpio, Gemini, Libra. What's next? And a little can a little Cancer, but we can do Taurus. Cancer. Cause- Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm a Taurus moon. Kara is a Taurus sun. And the biggest thing that I'm sure probably pisses you off too, Kara, is going on (laughs) social media and seeing that it's just like, Taurus is stubborn and they love to eat. Like, they love to snack. (laughs) Like, Taurus is so hungry. They love food. And I'm like, first of all, who doesn't like food? Second of all, there's so much more. Like, there's so much more to being a Taurus than wanting to have a snack. I think think another thing, too, is, like, they always are getting uh, labeled as being stubborn, which, like, I'm not even going to lie, like, they are stubborn, but most of the time it's just because their boundaries are so strong and specific that, like, they're not going to budge if someone's going to overstep their boundary. And then people just write that off as being stubborn. So, like... If I, like, really need to take my time getting ready for something and, like, can't be rushed and just need to do what I need to do and, you know, take my time, do my makeup, make sure that I have food and people are like, no, 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 we need to go now. I'm like, no, like, I need to do this. Otherwise, I'm going to be cranky. They're like, oh, she's so stubborn and she's lazy. And I'm like, no, I'm just doing what I need to do in order to enjoy a night out and to be happy. Feel good. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I totally hear that. Yeah. Also, Aquarius. Aquarius is also known to be very stubborn because they are a fixed sign, too, like Taurus is. Uh, but they also get labeled as being, like, flaky, ghosting-type mm-hmm. people. And, like, it's really hard for me to vouch for that one and say that that's, like, completely a myth because I've been ghosted by so many Aquarius men in my lifetime. <laughs> but I do have a good amount of Aquarius friends that I understand why they do that. And it's not because they're trying to be, like, you know, an asshole who ghosts you. It's usually just because they need, like, to be alone in their own space and to just process things internally and 
to isolate a little bit and just detach from society when things get overwhelming. So, like, they don't really mean to ghost people like that. They're just kind of doing their own thing, living in their own world. They don't really realize it. Aquariuses are not my fave. And I'm, I'm sorry if I'm insulting anyone. They're not no, my faves. Okay. And um, my dad was actually an Aquarius. And my sister, mm. my older sister is an Aquarius. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I loved my dad so much. Don't get me wrong. But I don't I don't know. It's some, I don't know. A Capricorn and Aquarius, I don't know if that's a good match. You guys will tell me later. But they're not my fave at all. Just, yeah. like, hard to understand. They're, like, hard to not break, but, like... I don't know. I don't know yeah, what it is. Yeah, no, you're right know. about that. The thing with Aquarius is, like, I used to always say this, is, like, they're all so, like, niche and unique people that it, like, really... So true. ...takes, like, a lot for someone to get to know them because they're so yeah. distinct and, like, so different that, like, you really need yes. the patience and mm-hmm. they're going to be flaky. They're going to be, like you know distant at first it takes a lot of work to like get to know an Aquarius but there are people who do have the patience for it and who can vibe with it like Gemini will you know wait around and do their own thing while the Aquarius is ghosting or like going through its isolation (laughs) like the Libra is gonna handle it fine even the Aries will handle it fine but like a Capricorn's gonna want something a little bit more like stable than that Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So it makes so much sense. What about Pisces? Hmm. <laughs> oh God, what is the? <laughs> I don't love Pisces. <laughs> I mean, I like Pisces women. I have a lot of friends who are Pisces. Oh, we don't like Pisces men. Is that what it is? <laughs> uh, Pisces men. I briefly very briefly was dating this Pisces guy and everything was going so good I was telling all my friends about him like he was gonna come to like my birthday and everything everything was so good and then just like he hit me right out of the blue with like I'm not over my ex I almost had a child with her and had this whole meltdown (laughs) (laughs) and like that's like yeah Pisces they're they they're very emotional they're very emotional yeah. they, they kind of live in this little fantasy world from time to time 100 percent, like percent they just the, like live in their own yes. fucking world well yeah like on the first date with this pisces guy he was like we can live in florida together and like we can have a house <laughs> and telling me all these things but like of course i'm a cancer so like i'm eating up every second of this i'm like oh my god you're as equally in love with me as i am with you <laughs> yeah. in this moment like are we about to get married perfection yeah. Oh. But, like, that's the thing. It's, like, all in their head. And then reality hits and they're, like, right. Like, this is not – this is not it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I can but, totally agree with that. Yeah. I had an employee, too, who was a Pisces. And, like, in case she listens to this, I'm going to try not to shit on her too much. But, like, she <laughs> needed to get – she really needed to get a grip. And I, like, couldn't listen to her talk about, like, her fantasy dream world and then complain about how it's not real every single day that I literally started scheduling her to not work with me because I couldn't deal with it. Oh so I was like, you need, a, you need oh to wake God. up. You need to wake up. Especially, like, as a Taurus or someone with a lot of, like, earth energy too. Like, I – like, like, I don't know. Like, no one can just, like, say all that stuff to me because in my head I'll be like, well, that's not going to happen. Like, how, yeah. like, that's not practical. Like, that's not realistic. Like, I, like, literally, I like, it's so hard for me to indulge in that fantasy, like, at all because just my head is like, no, 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 no. Like, that Same. doesn't even make sense. Same. Yeah. Okay. Leos. <laughs> we God. like Leos. I was going to say, <laughs> do you want to share first? <laughs> I mean, I haven't talked to a Leo in (laughs) quite a while. A lot of my friends just have, like, Leo placements, but I can say that I really enjoy them. (laughs) They're super fun. They're super outgoing. They're known to, you know... You know, be attention seekers but it's just mm-hmm. because they like you know they don't mind being the center of attention and they kind of like that performative type of like energy they're a bit dramatic but I think that it's all you know in good fun and that they're not always selfish because like a Leo in love or like a Leo friend like they are some of the most loyal and giving and like generous people and no one ever talks about it like everyone just wants to, wants to say that they're attention seekers and they only care yeah. about themselves and all this other stuff but like there's a whole other side to them that no one ever talks about totally i feel like every but i, I feel like people also say that they're just super like they're lovers like super loving 
and <laughs> right don't you think yes one time <laughs> one time I got in a little a little disagreement with the Leo and he literally I was living like still in college this is like my college town and it was pouring rain and he walked from the bar all the way to my house to knock on my door to say an apology like apologize to me and then like left and I was like what is this but like again they're really big on that like grand gestures like big moments like making the biggest deal out of everything so yeah (laughs) oh Leo's (laughs) it's funny because there's this thing called progress charts which basically is like how you change over time and like how you grow and like your sign does like technically change like it just progresses like you know I'm still a cancer but I'm a progressed Leo and I feel like I get them so much more now that I am a progressed Leo because it's like I'm not even trying to be dramatic like I just do it unintentionally (laughs) like I don't think that they like ever are intending to be dramatic like that like my mom's a Leo moon and like she'll like stub her toe and cause a whole scene but like in that moment like that was the worst thing that happened to her like she's not trying to be a drama queen like in that moment she just was going with it that's how she felt okay wait I think we just have we have Capricorn left I think that's it oh wait no Sagittarius let's do mine last let's do Sagittarius Sag oh man well okay so a little fun (laughs) fact just because I'm about to preface every single sign with this is like I have dated every single zodiac sign besides cancer (laughs) so so I'm like my first boyfriend my first boyfriend was a Sagittarius and like the okay the thing with them is like the biggest like misconceptions about Sag is that they're like similar to Gemini like that they're hoes and that they're rude and that they're like all over the place yeah and like honestly the thing with Sag is like they just really don't want to be tied down they don't want to be restricted because they like going out into the world and exploring and having like all these options like I had a friend who was a Sagittarius and she had so many hobbies she loved to travel and just because she had a genuine interest in like the world and learning and they can be like that in relationships too like I'm not saying that they're gonna be like cheaters and go out there and like hoe around but they're gonna take a while to commit because they really value having that freedom to do all of those things and to have their hobbies that it can make it hard for them to be uh committed but they can commit like my first boyfriend was a Sagittarius like you know (laughs) my mom is a Sagittarius and she is wild but in the best way like not like (laughs) In the, in the sense of, like, she's so, like, she has such a young spirit. She's such a free spirit. She, like, is always down to do anything. Um, super outgoing. Super just, like, happy all the time. Like, she's just, like, always down, basically. Um, and she was loyal, but <laughs> she's just, like, always down for everything. Yeah, fire signs in general are just, like, very down people. Like, they love to have fun. Like, they just enjoy life. Like, Sagittarius is also, like, arguably one of the most optimistic of the zodiac signs. Like, they just really want the best. They just want to look at the bright side of things and have, like, a good outcome and have, like, all these fun experiences. So, like, they're really fun people, like, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so are we... Hmm. We just have one more? Just cap? I think so. Oh, no, we didn't do Virgo. Uh, oh, Virgo. Yeah. Okay, Virgo. <laughs> I, like, went through it, the whole thing in my head. Well, let's do Capricorn first. So I'm a Capricorn rising, okay. so um, I understand the struggle of being a Capricorn <laughs> without actually being a Capricorn. <laughs> and let me tell you, I really, really, really hate how people are like, oh, all they do is, like, work, work, work. Like, they're a walking resume. It's like, oh, Capricorn, like, LinkedIn. Like, that's the same thing. Like, I hate that that narrative. I know. I know. It's so annoying, especially, like, I'm going to blatantly call them out. Sanctuary World, like, needs to realize that, like, there's so much more to Capricorns than, like, sending an email but they only make me and money and yes. money yeah they're like, like, that's all that's that's it capricorns it's like work and money and that's it yeah and it's... they're cold-hearted cold-hearted robots that work all day long it's so like, annoying that's literally what we're known for and it's like for sure there's probably a side that's very like that enjoys to work right but 
I think what people don't, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think something that people don't acknowledge from Capricorns is like their humor. Like I think yes, so yes, fu- I was so just funny. gonna say we're hysterical. I say we as if like, I'm, I'm a so real ass. funny. Like <laughs> yes, we have mad jokes. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm for sure like the funniest shit. You know what I mean? Like it's got all these retweets. And people, are like, you're so funny. I'm like it's my Capricorn. What can you say? So another thing though that like with Capricorn. Capricorns that people don't really get is like yes like that work side is there and the money side is there but it's because of the fact that like we were given all these responsibilities at such a young age and people just sort of like forced that onto us like almost every single Capricorn has like dealt with a lot of responsibility at a young age for no reason whether that be like paying bills before everyone else or like I don't know learning how to cook before everyone that like we end up working really hard so we don't have to experience that ever again like we just want to be free from that we don't want these responsibilities we didn't sign up for this like it was just thrown at us and now here we are like struggling trying to be rich so we can just take a vacation and never have to work again that's so accurate that's so so accurate I'm actually a Capricorn wait I get get them confused Capricorn rising Capricorn sun and Scorpio moon so when my when my astrologer read my chart the first time she was like holy shit like (laughs) that is like one intense chart that we have right here like so I I feel the Capricornness all the time and a lot of it yeah, so what the thing with Capricorn rising specifically, like compared to the Capricorn sun, is that, you know, forced responsibility situation. Like, we just literally get life handed to us, like, as a child. But in case you didn't know, like, the thing with being a Capricorn is that, like, life gets easier as you get older. So every day gets easier and yes. you, you never age. You're going to have, like, good skin for the rest of your life. Like,. <laughs> Yes, you age backwards. <laughs> it's like really I know true. People say that. People say that that Capricorns like are super tense and wound up, which I am a lot of the time. But that as you age, you start to like. It's kind of like you become a child. Like you start mm-hmm. to like yes. learn to let go and learn to have more fun as you get older. Um, which like I'm down for that. I'm excited for that. <laughs> Yeah, it's really funny because I'm taking accounting right now. I'm in grad school uh, and I took it when I was in my undergrad and I remember like struggling so hard and taking all these notes and now here I am and I'm like breezing through the class and I'm like, if that isn't being a Capricorn though, it's like that (laughs) is like what it's like is that like struggling when you're young so that way like when like, you know, you get older, it's like a breeze. It's like you don't even have to blink. Like you just do it. Love it. So yeah. All right, um, Virgo. Let's finish up with Virgo. So I'm a Virgo moon. Virgos have a really bad rep for being really, like, hypercritical and, like, sort of rude and just, like, I don't know. People really misunderstand them. They also like to say that Virgos are super, like, neat. Like, they're neat freaks. Like Organized. Yeah, yeah and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I can tell you that I am not organized at all. <laughs> like, I am definitely not one of those types of people. But I can say that Virgos are super like wholesome in the way that they really care a lot about other people and like if they're criticizing you is probably coming from like a place of love and they don't really mean it to like be rude whereas like other signs will kind of like say stuff to be like I don't know to like debate or to like kind of like push buttons like Virgos really aren't like that like if they're saying something to you they probably care and they like are trying to like I don't know make you better in a way if that makes any sense Yeah. yeah totally totally does I actually don't, I don't feel like I have any Virgo friends, to be honest. I, or, like, know anyone who's a Virgo. At least that I know of. Wait, are Virgos Earth yeah. signs, too? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you guys want to explain that, actually, really quick? Because I feel like a lot of people don't know, like, that there are Earth signs, water signs, fire signs, just, like, and what it, like, means generally. Yeah. So, basically, there's, like, different elements, as we just mentioned. Well, you just mentioned fire, earth, air, and water. And it's, like basically 
what those elements do is that like it gives that type of quality that characteristic to those signs so like Aries Leo and Sagittarius are all fire signs so they have that fiery energy to them which would be like being kind of impulsive and being energetic and being very passionate because those are things you would associate with like fire whereas like earth signs which would be Taurus Virgo and Capricorn are known for being reliable and steady and grounded and practical because those are things you would think about with like earth it is grounded and then air signs so gemini libra and aquarius are known for being very sociable very free-flowing very communicative because if you think about air like it's constantly moving things along so it gives it that sort of airy type quality to it and then you have water signs which would be cancer scorpio and pisces and we're known for being emotional and moody because if you think about you know the water and how it moves and it changes with the tides like that would be like the mood swings and there's a lot of depth to it it's very uh, I guess emotional so that's where that comes from and basically the element sort of just creates this sort of commonality between the three signs that it uh, encompasses basically. Is there like a do some do like water signs get really get along really well with earth signs do fire signs get along really well with whatever signs you know what I mean yeah I actually was gonna say that like knowing the elements is really helpful especially in terms of like compatibility I mean like compatibility in itself is very complex but it also like at a very basic level you can kind of just go by the assumption that like if you're an earth sign you'll get along with other earth signs and then also the water signs and the same thing for fire and air signs they tend to like get along well so if you're kind of new to astrology and like compatibility and stuff that's like a very good like starting point to get some type of understanding of the people that you'll tend to like mesh very well with yes totally wait I want to know just curiosity what are your guys's personal favorite signs and least favorite signs I personally well I love Capricorns I feel like we are misunderstood (laughs) I honestly (laughs) I love Libras I honestly like 90% of my friends are Libras for no reason I'm just naturally gravitating towards Libras we just get along very very well uh I do love Taurus I mean obviously what else? I like Geminis. Geminis get a bad reputation, but I really like them and get along well with them. And same thing same. with uh, Aries. Aries I get along really well with unintentionally because they're just so mm. like fun and I tend I yeah. tend to date a lot of Aries. <laughs> <laughs> and what about least favorite? Virgo easily. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's I have why to we, say. That's why we forgot Virgo. <laughs> even as, like, a Virgo moon, though, maybe it's because it falls in my 12th house, trying not to complicate things too much. But, like, I theoretically should really get along with other Virgos, but I just I just don't for whatever reason. Like, we just don't vibe. That's so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My thing with Virgos is, well, I am a Gemini Venus and Gemini Mars, and Gemini is very scattered, very all over the place. They can be very chaotic. And I don't really ever have a plan. Never, Like, I never have a plan. Uh, like, I have a loose outline. Like, I knew, you know, we were recording this at this time, but it's not like I sat down and wrote down every sing- single point I was going to say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. a Virgo wants to know every single thing that they're going to say. They want to know at, you know, Friday at 7 p.m. what they're eating for dinner. And I cannot get on board with that at all. So then I usually end up fighting with a lot of Virgos because I don't want to have a structure like that. And they want to know three weeks in advance, like if we're taking the bus, the train, or we're getting a ride. And I, meanwhile, I don't even know if I'm going to go or not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Virgos that I did get along with tended to have Gemini placements. I kind of balanced it out. But yeah, I don't know. I also can say that sometimes like uh, like Leos or like Sagittarius's can be a bit much for me, especially as someone that is very like grounded and like more relaxed. Like I appreciate them now actually probably more that I understand where they're coming from because of the astrology. But before that like I don't know it was kind of like overwhelming to always be around people who were just like so like extravagant had so much energy like that was just so exhausting for me do you guys like judge people not judge I don't want to say judge but like because this is something that is so you know that you guys are both obviously so interested in and passionate about and know so much about um when you meet someone like and they tell you their sign like are you instantly like 
getting all these thoughts in your mind or do you just kind of like let it flow? I think it's both. Usually I know right away that any guy that I end up like dating or any person that I end up meeting is going to have a Leo placement for some reason. I naturally find, I always find Leo moons. Like even like the people that I book with, like my clients, (laughs) like I just read for like three Leo moons and I'm like, even my clients are all Leo moons. So like, wait, I want to, I want you guys to read my chart. I feel like it'd be so funny. No, it is. It is fun. And fun. I, it's the tea, honestly. But so I'll like, yeah. no, I won't be surprised when I find out that they have like a Leo moon or something. But typically I don't really notice their chart too much. What ends up happening is they start doing things like normal. And then next thing you know, I'm like, oh, right. That's your like Pisces Venus. Like, and then I see it (laughs) happening, but I wouldn't like look at it and be like, oh, they're a Pisces Venus. Like they're going to romanticize everything that I do. Like I'll Mm. just know it. And then they start romanticizing something. I'm like, right. There's a Pisces Venus. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I love to know people's charts, but I wouldn't go as far to say that I necessarily, like, judge them. Kind of like how Jade said, the more you get to know someone and the more you know their chart, you can kind of, like, pick out different instances where they, you know, are kind of like that energy. And in astrology, there's a lot of different energies that we have in general, too, and there's lots of different manifestations. So, you know, a chart isn't as solidified as you may think. It's not like it's going to tell you literally everything because, you know, there's lots of other Tauruses in this world, maybe even with the same rising as me, but we're all living completely different lives. So it's not necessarily fair to like totally judge someone based on the chart. It's important to still like get to know them. For sure. For sure. Um, do you, I went, I meant to ask you really quick, um, before, but do you want to explain what, why sun rising and moon signs are so important to know and like what it entails a little bit yeah so that is what they refer to as your big three and essentially they deal with who you are like at your core so your sun sign is like your ego it's your outward expression and i always refer to it as your basic character traits then your moon sign is who you are when you are alone it's that person that you are deep down inside when no one else is looking very few people get to know it but it's a big part of who you are it's how you deal with your emotions and then your rising sign deals a lot with your identity your priorities in life it's how you present yourself to the world so those three things alone are enough to make up you know your inner you your outer you and then your like core self So that's why those three are so important to know because they do say a lot about your identity. But then again, you also have like Mercury, Venus, and Mars. And I feel like that's as equally as important but not talked about as enough. Like with – Yeah, yeah, they're not. With my chart specifically, like if you were to look at me and see like, oh, she's a Cancer with a Taurus moon and a Capricorn rising, like you would probably have an assumption that I'm very like grounded and, you know – creative and whatever but then we don't see the gemini venus the gemini mars that's adding this extra layer of chaos to me that just completely hits people off guard so like (laughs) it's like important to like have that known because it's like okay yeah like you'll meet stable capricorn jade who's like working hard and like thriving every day or at least trying to but then you meet like the gemini venus and you're like oh my god she's got like 12 men in her roster like she's 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 literally she's fidgeting all the time like she's literally drinking so much caffeine like running all over the place with no like plan and you wouldn't expect that from like a taurus moon (laughs) <laughs> yeah wait now I want to go back and like find mine because I, ha- I don't remember them because I did I clearly didn't think they were too important so this is news to me and very good so I need to do my research now um what about like last thing I want to touch on is like <clears throat> compatibility compatibility with like friendships and dating what do you guys think like are there some matches that like stick out to you or do you think it's just like totally totally depends like totally situational um I'm gonna argue that it's very situational however like certain energies do get along really well with each other as we were mentioning like earth and earth earth and water that gets along really well same thing with you know fire and fire fire and air but certain things that I would look for is like somebody who has the same rising as your moon or someone who has the same venus as your moon 
So it's going to really okay. vary a lot, but honestly, any pair can be, any pair can work. It's just a matter of how their charts yeah. interact, but just like a general rule of thumb would be to go based off the elements. Okay, that's good to know. Everybody go go check your elements <laughs> and check everybody else's elements. Okay, wait, sorry, last question before I ask you my actual last question. Um, this is just out of curiosity. If... If I just told you, like, I'm a sun, wait, what is it? I'm sun Capricorn, rising Capricorn, moon Scorpio. What do you, what are your thoughts? Like, initial thoughts of that? You work very Cap- hard. <laughs> that would be my initial thought because, you know, Capricorns are known to be that, you know, hard worker. But I feel like when it comes to, like, Scorpio energy too, like, it's a fixed sign. It's very persistent. It's very intense. So my go-to yeah. thing would be that if you really care about something, like, you go hard for it and you're kind of, like, persistent and you work towards that consistently, I would say. My first impression would be that you've had a very hard life. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, like, because, like, I'm a Capricorn rising, so, like, I would look at you and be, like, she's been through it, but so have I, so, like, I get it. But I would... I I have, so you're accurate. (laughs) Like, but that's the thing, too, is I'm also, like, a Cancer, and, like, Cancers are very intuitive, and you probably are, too, with the Scorpio moon, where, like, I would just, like, look at you and be, like, I know everything she feels, (laughs) like... Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I would assume that you probably have had a struggle in your lifetime that you're someone who, you know, takes things very seriously and uh, would really, you know, like want to follow through on things, value longevity, value stability, value intimacy, and you wouldn't, you know, vibe with somebody who's too flaky, uh, probably someone who, like Kara said, is very driven, very hardworking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I also feel like, too, with all that Capricorn, it's probably really easy for you to come off very, like, stable and, like, you have your whole life together. But that Scorpio moon's very intense and you definitely, I don't know, I want to say, like, you feel a lot more, you, like, there's a lot more going on oh beneath gosh. the surface that, like, yes. no one would ever even know or see unless you, like, told them. Yes. Well, that's why when I found out the moon sign even was a thing and even existed, I was like holy shit, this makes so much sense, you know, because I was like, why do I have so many feelings? Like, cause all I, all I, all I heard about Capricorns, yeah. we're supposed to be like cold hearted, you know, but I'm over here like thinking every single thing and feeling so many things. And I'm a very intense person, like not in a, I don't know, I guess that has probably a bad rap, but like, I guess, yeah, I feel a lot. I think a lot. Um, I want a lot of things like, you know what I mean? And when I care I care when I whatever mm-hmm. list goes on you guys know what I mean yeah. but um yeah so interesting it's so funny too because my astrologer she was like we were talking about this plutonic shit that I'm going through apparently for the next however long and um she was like you she was like I would be so surprised if you don't meet a Scorpio I'm single and so she was like well there's a Pisces I can't get rid of mm-hmm. but classic um she was like she was like I will be so surprised if a Scorpio doesn't walk into your life in the next like months and I was like I'm ready I love Scorpios I love me a Scorpio you know I feel you so that plutonic situation you were just talking about it ends in 2023 just to give you a heads up <laughs> Yeah, no, she gave me the whole deadline, the whole schedule, and I was like, okay. She also gave me this book. I, I don't know what the name is. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. And she was like, don't read the whole book. Just read this specific chapter that is just on this Plutonic thing that is happening, because it only happens, I don't know. It's actually, very rare to have it in Yeah, she was like, house. it's only going to happen... I, I have no idea. I have no clue. But, like, basically when we when she answered the call – sorry, my dog is, like, scratching his balls, so that's what we can hear in the background. Um, when she answered the call, the first thing she said was, are you okay? And, like, this is happening right now. So I guess it was, like, a big deal. So, yeah. Anyway, I guess I'm in a plutonic whatever it is right now. I am too. So <laughs> basically anybody who's a Capricorn rising for, like, the past – literally feels like forever has been dealing with Pluto in our 
first house and it's been causing every single one of us Capricorn Risings to have that identity crisis. I don't know about you, but I went from having like a black bob <laughs> to like long, like fake blonde hair, like, you know, constantly changing. I'm getting a haircut up. tomorrow. <laughs> But it's just, like, identity crisis after identity crisis. Like, what do I actually want in my life? It's so... No, for real. She was like, have you been switching your apartment? Like, have you been changing everything? I'm like, yes. Like, everything. Like, cleaning everything out. Like, I want to reorganize everything. I want, like, new shit. I want to get a complete different haircut, which I probably won't because I'll chicken out. But, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Okay, well, the last question I want to ask you guys, and also thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun. But I want to ask you guys something I ask everybody at the end and it's just you know we're in some weird ass times right now what are you guys doing to stay happy and to just like unwind well Kara and I are both not gonna lie very stressed out (laughs) but I think well for me one thing that I do to try to keep myself intact and to keep myself going is actually uh like art I'm also a choreographer and I have, you know, rekindled that love for dance and choreography and have so been cool. trying to channel all of that into something productive and, you know, make sure that I'm taking good care of myself. I really only have like one day to really enjoy myself, which would be Saturday. But I try to make sure that that day is spent with people that I really care about and just reminding yeah. myself that like this is all going to be different in a year from now. And then in two years from now, it'll all be different and just temporary. The only way out of it is just to go totally. through it. <laughs> literally one day at a time. That's what I tell myself every single day. Yeah. Like, I literally took a bath today. Like, I am, like, crazy busy. And I was like, you know, I really just need this. And I've just been trying to check in with myself and make sure that I'm doing okay. And even if that means that I'm not going to finish my to-do list, at least I had my nice bath with some lavender and sea salt and all of that. Similar to Jade, too, though, now that I'm dancing consistently with school, that's kind of nice to just actually be moving again because that was really lost especially for most performers too during like quarantine like there's no concerts there's no shows anymore like we can't like people can go to the gym but like we can't go take a dance class so like having that back even though it's not in the regular way but even just like having it back a little bit is really nice yeah probably giving you like a little sense of normalcy yeah for sure well I love that um, well, thank you guys so much for coming on. This was so fun, and I feel like everybody's gonna love this. I learned so yeah. much. I need to go check. What is it? My Venus, my Venus, and Mercury? yeah, your Mercury, Venus, Mars. <laughs> thank you for having us. Everybody, go get a reading because it will change your fucking life. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much again to Kara and Jade for coming on. I loved it. I hope you guys enjoyed. Go get your charts read. It's a little, it's a lot of tea, like they said. Thank you guys so much for listening. Go hit them up. Go follow them. I will leave all their info in the show notes below. Go follow the podcast. Go have a beautiful weekend. You know, stay safe stay happy and healthy take care of yourself be nice to yourself i love you guys and i will see you next week step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply